You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Sing audio. One, two, three. Ruben. What? Ruben. What? How's my mic level? Way too loud. Way. Jeff, what do you have? Uh, I got... You got nothing because you're muted. <laughs> I got peas. I got water. You sound good I've enough. I got bacteria cultures cultures growing in old lemonade and right. uh, coffee. That's good enough. Here we go. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 243. And it's Tuesday, July 24th, 2018. Today's going to be a shorter episode because <laughs> we've got responsibilities. Jeff we have the- life outside oh. of the French press. How can this be? We Ruben? didn't used to. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've got things that must be discussed Oh, as well. Jeff's got some snacks for us. He's got some dried peas by the looks of it. Actually, Layton brought these in. Oh. I did bring them in. Jeff. Oh, that's Jeff. the cardinal the sin. <laughs> I even people just that. turned off their their audio device, mm-hmm. and they're never coming back. Well, I'm just demonstrating how crunchy they are. For those of you who are still here, thank you. I do reprimand Jeff for his indecency. <laughs> well, you just did, so they would have heard it if they were still <laughs> Shut here. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I had something crazy that happened to me this morning. Just a few weeks ago, we were talking about. Um, vehicles and hitting animals etc etc and the proper things to do you know when you do hit an animal this morning on my way to work i was driving on state road 19 or getting on to state road 19 and i noticed two slow moving creatures crossing the road it was far enough ahead of me probably at least 150 yards ahead of me i couldn't see what they were but it either looked like maybe a, a teenage cat or may, maybe even a rabbit, although it wasn't quite hopping the way a rabbit would normally Teenage cat? How, what is that in cat years? It's oh, about that's, nine that's months. That's old. Nine to ten months. Oh, you're saying a teenage... I thought like a cat that is 13 years old no. in human years. No, no. In cat age. Anyway, as I got closer, uh, I could see that it was raccoons. Oh, okay. Now, Little bandits. Yep. And they were young. Definitely their first year of life. And there was one was ahead, the other one kind of slowly going across. And unfortunately, ahead of me, there was another vehicle. And it looked like they were slowing down. And the front raccoon, which was about five feet, uh, probably more than that, maybe 10 feet ahead of the other one, was mostly across the road. And then it turned around to go back. And because of that decision, it meant, almost met death. It was hit by the car in front of me. And the car ahead of me was probably at least 70 yards to 100 yards in front of me. So I had time to see what was happening. This raccoon was not dead. However, it was it was maimed badly. Did it get like spun around? It was still doing the, it was still moving and squirming around. And that's when Ruben does it. And I did tap. the honorable thing. I, I, I killed him. I drove over him. Good job, Ruben. Anyway. <laughs> So I, I did my good deed of the day. Was he still on the road after you drove over him? Oh, yeah. It was in because town. I wasn't flying. Sometimes they, like, 
get scraped up under your car and no, stay no. there. Nope. I decided I wouldn't do that. Uh, today on the podcast, besides food, mm-hmm. I also have an update about something we never talked about before. So I guess it's the first time it's <laughs> I have it. an update. I have an update about something brand new. <laughs> no, you know, it, I've, I've had a little Christmas morning moment just a few minutes ago. Oh, wow. You were so giddy. I was. You I don't know. If, gl- did you hear me as I was laughing coming down the stairs? Uh, Yeah, I think so. We, we heard you tor- tor- I definitely tor- felt tor- your cheeks. Yourself. Your rosy cheeks glowing. Here's why I was happy. I received a gift, or I received a phone call from Menno Travels, which is a travel agency in Goshen. And they're not, as you might expect, a travel agency that specializes in Mennonite history travels. Mm-hmm. With a name like that, that's what is what I expected. Right. I thought they would be going to Israel and maybe to Russia to visit the homestead of some of the Russian Mennonites, or maybe up to Canada, visit some of the old Hooterite, Hooterite places. Uh, but it's not. They're just... I didn't know the Canadian, or like, the, the Hooterites came from Canada. I didn't know that. That's interesting, <laughs> Ruben. <laughs> it's interesting. There's so much information. I know. That's why I'm I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. A few months ago... Carmen and I were walking in the streets of Goshen, and we saw this uh, this sign, or, or not, it was a, a chalk words on the outside of Menno Travels, their building, their office, and it said, hey, take a picture in front of our building and tag us and tag something else, some other Instagram account, for a chance to win something. And it was vague enough that I don't even recall what it was. Oh boy! However, I was—I expected very little, um, which is a good thing. Everyone should expect very little. But I a, a few weeks later, then, but but basically, if, if you take a picture in front of there and tag them and tag the brass something else, you're you're entered to win. It they make it sound like it could be a free vacate a free honeymoon vacation huh. is the way they make it sound, but it's vague enough that it's not a guarantee. Gotcha. <clears throat> A few – so this happened before we were married. I've been married now for a month and a half. Oh, wow. Something like that. That's a long time. And a few weeks ago, Carmen and I were thought about it. We went back and looked to see if anyone else had taken a picture in front of Menno Travel headquarters and tagged you know, the appropriate places, and no one did. So you're the only it's, ones. We're the only ones. So I messaged them on Instagram and said, hey, just curious uh, if we won – the prize because it appears we're the only ones that took a picture in front of your store and i didn't hear anything for a couple of days and i did hear a response they said hey hang tight our media manager is out of town or on vacation and they'll get back to you in a couple of days probably on a trip tr- probably scouting another a, tri- a trip that they could plan they're probably scouting searching the globe for the different uh the the different uh, places that the Hooterites po- could have possibly come out of. Uh, one of those is apparently Canada. <laughs> uh, so maybe maybe scouring up there or who knows. I think they probably stole my vacation. They because used they, up the one free, they the probably coupon. Had, they had it, 
you know, they had it allocated somewhere that, hey, we've got a free vacation to give away. And then I'm guessing this media marketing manager probably took my, my honeymoon vacation. Ruben, aren't you like the head of like marketing for PWI? Yes. Uh, so could you like somehow swindle that? I mean, obviously <clears throat> PWI, like one of their products is, is not a trip. No. But they do offer like bridge cranes and hoists. And like you could possibly like, you know, say, hey, enter into this giveaway of this hoist. And like, you know, you get the okay. Uh, like, you know, we need to set aside one hoist. Uh, and then suddenly Ruben has a hoist down in his garage at home. Win a free, uh, what's the, Stark hoist. Free Stark hoist. Um, that's coming up, Layton. And if you, next time you come over, you can, you can check it out. Your, your hoist? Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm excited. Uh, anyway, I did receive, they asked for my phone number and I gave it to them. And I received a, a call today. And, and they left a voice message, and they said, hey, congratulations, you're the winner. And I start getting excited. That's when I was walking down the stairs. That's why you heard me, me chuckle and laugh and smile. Mm, you could hear mm, my smile. I could. Because I was excited. Glow. But, of course, my optimism was, was not rewarded with good fortune, but it, it was rewarded with a maybe a $50 off of a honeymoon vacation. So I don't know. Or no, actually, it was a fifty dollars off of their their fee. Yeah, their their scheduling fee. <clears throat> so it sounds like they helped plan trips. What a steal! But I oh, yeah. thought I heard something about a gift card. It sounds like they're a little bit open to negotiation. If you could, here's a good question, Ruben. Say they offer you a fifty dollar gift card to, to Chili's. Well, you get to choose the store. Okay. What what store do you tell them? Well, right now I'd say Amazon. Okay. Do you know why? Because you could also get some kickback money. That's right. I could smash that you Amazon. You could smash link. it. But what what were you gonna say? No, that that was my question. Oh, okay. But I would rather have a gift card to Amazon or something else than fifty dollars off of their, you know, help. I don't even know what you call it, but helping me plan a trip. Uh, they're do people not know s- services. Where, where they want to go? Well, um, no. It, isn't it common? Stop for putting to peas. Go through travel agencies to get trips. I mean, mo- a lot of people do that. There's there's a ton of people that do that. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm being a little bit facetious. You're being I mean, a little facetious. I would never. I don't think I would ever get like a travel agency to plan a trip for me in the states. No, I don't. I can't imagine that I ever would. I do understand. I do Maybe. see the value going overseas, where you don't want to deal with all the hassle of the multiple flights and weird laws and language barriers when you're trying to negotiate a gift card from a gift their travel agency. <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe like reach out to them if I was trying to like search for the origination of the Hooterites in Canada. Okay, I'm actually I'm curious now. Where do the Hooterites come from? I am too. I am I am so curious. And it might be pronounced Hooterites. I'm pretty sure it's Hooterites. Jeff, we've been saying it wrong this whole time and you didn't say anything. I'm too nice. <laughs> also, I kind of uh, What? Well, 
get let me get over to Mike. I secretly wanted to laugh at you on the inside the whole time, so maybe I'm maybe I'm not so nice. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, Lane, while you're looking, oh, well, am I supposed to be looking it up? You, you look, All right. you look up that. And Jeff, why don't you go ahead and, and tell us a little bit about this coffee? We'll sip the coffee. Oh yeah, and talk about this mm-hmm. while Layton looks up where the Hutterites originated from. Well, my cover was blown because when I went to get it, Reuben was there, and so this is from Main Street. But um, have you had this kind before? Can you guess what it is? It's pretty. It's got a pretty healthy. I'm sure I've it. had it, Jeff, because I'm pretty sure I've had every single coffee at Main Street, besides the flavored. There's about thirty different flavored coffees, and I don't, I don't love those. So I haven't <clears> had all of those, but I think, I think, this is the. No, I can't think of the word. Hmm. I think it's a blend. Am I right there? Mm. I don't think it is a blend. It's not a blend. Ooh, Jeff. Now you got me. Now you got me wondering. Because I was thinking it was the uh, uh, Sumatra Mandling is what, is what I was thinking it was. Is that a blend? Is that what it is? Not, no, that's not what it is. Uh, I don't think that's a blend. It shows up under... Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Under single origins. Nope. This is the... Um, Layton, do you have a guess? Um, oh, you're still deep, deeply in, engorged in your Hutterites. I, I, I'm looking at the uh, the origination of the Hutterites. Ooh, I've got a second guess. Okay, go for it. Tanzma- Tanzanian Peaberry. Hmm. Nope. This is the uh, Colombian Supremo. Oh, mm. wow. And I, I like it. It's a darker roast. And so it is. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, biased towards darker roasts. So I really and like this. It's not bitter. It doesn't have a sour flavor. Yeah, it's very, very good. Yeah, that sour flavor comes with the lighter roasts. I mean, to some extent. Yeah. Not always, but... One thing I wish Main Street would do, and I, I'm going to mention this to Marcus, but I think he should have a suggestion on their website how much coffee should be in uh, per either per cup or per oh, like yeah. per coffee pot. Because that's something Carmen and I were arguing about, how much coffee to put in. And I definitely, mm-hmm. if you if you have too little coffee, you ruin the whole pot and it, it's worthless. Right. If you have too much, as long as it's not bitter, you can just add water. Yeah. But fortunately for me, I have the app. Wow. But isn't it different? Or is coffee <clears throat> roasted in a way where it is always you're always supposed to use... This many um, ounces of coffee. No, no, you choose here. This app, you choose the roast, you choose the grind size, you choose the strength that you want your coffee, you choose the the uh, brewing method, and then it has um, it tells you how much coffee to water ratio to put in there to get okay. that. Also, it has a timer and instructions on how to use each how to do each style. Well, I think Main Street should uh, maybe have a. This is our preferred, or this is the suggested amount of. Co- this is the grind, yeah. the suggested grind size for normal, Ruben, normal. You know, you do their website, right? I do update it with information. Yes. You should. Um, should I just make up my own? Have a my own web scenario? app. Have a web app. That would be. It would be a cross-platform if it was a web app. 
and you could just have a, a simple calculator in there. Jeff, that's a good idea. It's that's really simple. Hmm, you make like, it it's sound just a little bit of JavaScript. The, the way you say it is very simple. Yes. Yeah. I I have a f- I I from past experiences, I feel that Jeff. I mean, I I think he oversimplifies things sometimes. Possibly. Not as bad as Kyle, but. Well, the, the, Still the actual functionality of it is what you outsource to Fiverr. Gotcha. You outsource it to somebody on Fiverr. But it's a simple, like, like usually it's a pretty simple ratio of coffee to water. And that changes based on your brewing method, but the, but the ratio within each brewing method usually stays the same. And you could, you could get by with, this is what we recommend, this many uh, tablespoons of coffee grinds per as many ounces of water. Okay. All right, I'll definitely look into it, and I'll, I'll suggest, make a suggestion to, to Marcus. All right, Layton, are you any closer to finding out the question of the day? Okay, well, here's the thing. Uh, you're partially right. It kind of depends what we mean by origin. Because <coughs> uh, if you go back far enough, they kind of originate, I think, from the same European area that us as Mennonites. Um, we as Mennonites. We as Mennonites. Us as Mennonites. We. It's we. We as Mennonites uh, originated from. Uh, but as of now, they are the, the majority of the Hutterite population is in, oh boy, the western, northwestern part of the United States. And Western Canada. Well, it says the upper Great Plains of the United States. Like North Dakota. Yes. And also Western Canada. Mm. Probably also Eastern Montana, huh? They estimate 45,000 plus Hutterites. I'm curious how they compare in size to to Mennonites. I think we're bigger. Mm. Conservative Mennonites or all Mennonites? Um, Conservative Mennonites and... Mennonites that identify with the Schleitheim Confession of Faith. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's that's a good that's a good I feel like that's a good distinction. That's where we draw the line. North America has six hundred and seventy thousand Mennonites. <laughs> True conservative. What? North America. Okay, but th- that would be including all Mennonites. Mennonites yeah, by, by name. Uh, assimilated Mennonites. Not as well, by yeah. Pattern, <laughs> not by Earth tone. <laughs> uh, at some point, we should probably check to see huh. how many different sects of Mennonite there are. Well, here, okay, here, here, I, I'm there's, just looking there, at this. There's always another one. Um, it's evolution for for conservative. <laughs> For conservative men, survival of the plainest. <laughs> we have, uh, they have Southeastern Mennonite Conference. They have the Bethel Fellowship, the Mid Atlantic Fellowship, the Midwest Mennonite Fellowship. Ooh, I think that's us. And I think so. numerous unaffiliated congregations. That's us. I think that's you. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, we are affiliated with a group. Uh, it's a fellowship of churches <laughs> that were asked to no longer participate <laughs> in the Beachy the Conference. I, I probably have that fellowship. wrong. 
I probably had that description it's wrong. It's the fellowship of the... How can we make a Lord of the Rings comparison here? The fellowship of the... Dings. Dings? <laughs> the fellowship of the veils. There we go. Fellowship of the veils. What about the men? Oh, they're Mennonite. <laughs> anyway, oh. let's move on to another topic. <laughs> well, there's peas here. I've been munching on them because I'm hungry. Okay, Layton, you brought these peas with us. And is Are you trying to co-op Jeffy's edibles segment? Um, I guess, yeah. I am kind of competing with him. I'm kind of uh, putting my foot in the door, mm-hmm. as it were. Or, in this case, putting my foot in the mouth. Mm-hmm. You want to uh, pass those, Jeff? As it were. Yeah, p- pass the peas around. Don't don't be a pea hogger. Peas, pass the peas. Um, they're they're crunchy. As, I'm, as, and I'm far away from the mic in case that caught, that crunch was picked up. I was pretty close to the mic on purpose. Um, These have a, a good crunch to them. They're not like too hard, but they're like pretty hard and so it's got like a nice satisfying crunch they're not as bad as what i remember this is a great snack because it is so crunchy it takes a while to chew it yeah. and to eat it and it's not like so good that you would just eat the whole pack of it no you, you know sometimes you maybe pistachios you take a handful and you just go bananas yeah with peas ah uh, going bananas on pistachios you would just take a few at a time but they're still good enough. I, I enjoy chewing on them. Hmm. Yeah. It's a nice crunchy munchy thing. They're they're very crunchy but also very bland. Yeah. They're a little bit grainy in texture once you chew them up. Very unexciting. Um, yeah. I don't think this would be my go-to item in the store. What about go-to uh healthy snack? Because there definitely there's a clear line between healthy snacks and non-healthy snacks. Yeah. And let's remove any kind of nut from this scenario because pistachios and nuts, almonds, you know, they're, they're healthy. Cashews. They're, they're, they're good. And they taste better than this does, of course. But as far as there other dried vegetable mm. that you would say is definitely better than these dried peas? I've heard dried tomatoes are pretty good. Dried vegetables aren't really that much of a thing. I've only ever had dried tomatoes <clears> on... <throat> Something else, like a, maybe a pizza. Yeah. I've never had it planned. But you didn't... Did you hate it? No, I loved it. See? But I, that doesn't count. Uh, okay, other, other, healthy, you can, you can other healthy snacks. Um, this would be... Uh, could it be associated with rice cakes? I feel they're about... Um, not quite as good as rice cakes, but just about as nutritionally valuable. No, this would be way more nutritional like valuable than a rice cake. You're like cake. eating like nothingness. Well, rice cakes have so little. It's a good snack because there's there's so little to it. Very little nutritional value. Popcorn would be another comparable thing. Popcorn, yeah. Is popcorn unhealthy? Or is it just kind of like carbs? It's good fiber. <laughs> but with all the butter and often you you put sugar in it, so it very easily becomes an unhealthy mm. snack. Mm. But Use coconut oil and just regular salt. That's good. Uh, this is kind of a side note, but speaking of salt, Ruben, your mom has converted my wife to happy salt. Doesn't it have crack in it? It is. It's Mennonite crack. It's Mennonite Jeff. crack. I thought that was the rise and roll. 
powder. No, that's Amish crack. That's, oh, there's a yeah. difference. Okay, sorry. You're a Mennonite. You should know that there's a difference between Mennonite and Amish. Do you know how to write crack is? <laughs> <laughs> that came out a little differently than I, than I thought I was going to. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either. I just... Please tell us. <laughs> oh, shoot. I was looking forward to that. Anyways, uh, where can yeah. people pick up these uh, dried peas, Layton? Uh, they can pick them up at Martin's uh, here in Napanee. They're probably sold at other Martin's locations in northern Indiana. Um, uh, you, Jeff, do you have the lid? Does it say how much it costs? Nine ounces. So you, if you pay nine ounces, you can get it. <laughs> uh, so more than half a pound. Yeah. Pay. All right. I think we mentioned this might be a shorter episode. Yeah. And I don't have anything more to share or discuss. I feel like this is a pretty bland episode, but it this we, episode we need is those like every the, once in a while to make the other ones shine. So it, this episode is as bland as those salted yeah. peas. It's like you'll yeah you'll probably listen to it once, maybe listen to like ten seconds of it over again. And that's about it. But to help spice things up for next week, next week we're going to talk about things I learned this year. And there's one thing in particular, and it's not something things Earth, that you learned or each of us learned. No, something that I learned. Okay. But I, but you guys have to share something you learned this year. It doesn't need to be earth earth shattering, because my thing isn't earth shattering, but it uh, it was pretty incredible. And and if you guys learn something this year, then you can send us a message on Facebook or on Twitter or send us an email, mail at frenchpresspodcast.com, and we'll mention it on next week's episode. All right, Layton, what is, what is the point? The point is, Ruben, number one, Ruben wants to take a $50 trip to the Hutterites. Point number two, Reuben goes bananas about nuts. Point number three, Layton is getting his foot in the food of Jeff's edibles. Those are my three points. Also, bland episodes. Bland episodes. <laughs> All right, we do have a little bit of feedback. Oh, Tom. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Schrock said, For what it's worth, my daughter Zoe, who is four, must have liked your episode on roadkill slash hitting animals and vehicles. She wanders around the house, giving her own variation of stories that you told, adding in some made-up details. How lovely. That is really, that is really cute. We're inspiring four-year-olds. to hear a recording of that. <coughs> just saying yeah yeah all right that is all we've got Layton what is the word of the week uh word of the week is most definitely bland Ooh, one little thing I wanted to tag on to the end here yes what is your preferred podcast length not you guys but I'm, I'm asking the listeners should we make this a poll question that's what we're gonna do mm. oh wow we're making it a poll question and it'll be Maybe between 15 and 30 minutes, over 30 minutes, or over, over an, an hour. Okay. For me personally, it's around that 30-minute mark. It's bite-sized enough that I can listen to it on the way to or from work, <clears throat> and I don't feel 
intimidated or I don't feel like there's, you know, baggage that I'm carrying around listening to a 60-plus minute episode. Wow. Yeah. Because if it's too long, it can feel like you have to be invested in it. Yeah. I, I think it depends if it's informational or not. Yeah. If it's casual listening or informational. If it's casual listening, I could hit – I could – I mean, I used to listen to podcasts that were like over two and a half hours long. Hmm. I See, I to. like those to be shorter, and informational ones can be a little bit longer in my book. Just yeah, because yeah. you can fit more. A longer episode means that it goes more in depth. But Usually. It really it really depends. It does. Because a Ben Shapiro podcast is chock full of information. So much information. He talks so fast. Short little time. Whereas maybe the, the Pat Gray show, which is a two-hour episode. Yeah is also filled with some information, but much more easy listening style. And it doesn't matter if you aren't listening for five minutes here or there. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh. One more. I got a future poll question. Oh. What is your preferred speed for listening to this podcast? Ooh, yeah. 100%, 120%, 150, 115. What is it? Okay. I want, I want to hear that. 132.5. My my normal listening speed is one point two five, for for just across the board. Across that's the that's board. normally what I listen to episodes at. All right, we've gone on now longer than what we intended. So see you guys next week. Smash that Amazon link. Yeah, smash it. And get some of that coffee.